Okay, I got a question. All right, let's go. I, I have a quick question for you. How, uh, what, what exactly, uh, well, we got to let the uh, Oh, yes. I'll just wave at my go. fans. There you go. What exactly? On, I'm not done waving. Oh, okay. No, uh, wrong wave. You got to do the, uh, oh. Yeah, you got to do the the the. the I'm um, not up on a balcony right now. Yeah, please continue yeah. with your question. What exactly does it entail to express your quark, as the song says? We cannot talk about that on the radio. Okay. All right. I believe they're probably talking about Quark Express. Actually, it was a great program. Loved it. Yeah. Loved it. Would do anything to go back to it instead of this. You know that we're using over there. You know that was kind of a requirement back in the day for the print industry. Oh yeah, everybody yeah. had to know how to use that. Oh yeah, and I was good at it. Good the you. new program they have over there, I don't even know what's going on. Huh. And everybody tells, "Oh, it's just the same. It just has different command." No, it doesn't. You can't do anything you could do in Quark on that thing. It is so I labor swear, intensive. It's ridiculous. I swear. That uh, there are some things that my old Mac Performa 450 can do. Yeah, I had one of those, too. My modern computer cannot do. I had one of those with the tiny screen that was all in one little uh, thing. Oh, yeah, a Mac. A Mac um, ah, shoot. Ah, never mind. That was my first. Well, well, my first computer was a Commodore sixty four. Oh, I remember playing around. With yeah, those. yeah. Scripset was the. Oh uh, hmm. no! Wait a minute. That was the Tandy I used to use. Oh my god! At the radio station, You're mentioning things that are ancient. Yeah. Remember ancient computer lore. Remember here. when I went to college? My roommate was a computer programming major, ah. and he brought home cards. So that's how old I am. Stuff that was that was the first contact I had with computers was my roommate using cards to program it. Huh. So it's that's, a long time ago. Uh, Bob, you're absorbed of, over there. It's kind of sad. Why? I, I just it just feels sad. <laughs> you should have like some um uh, More Ingalls type of sad music going on over there or something. Do you have any of that? Yeah, that'll work. <laughs> it's not Laura Ingalls, it's the Hulk. Hey, did you see he was in Elkhart this last weekend? Yes, I did at Comic Con. Yeah. And I didn't go. I am well, the weather was so crap. Oh, I'm you so disappointed been, I didn't it go. It probably would have been a perfect opportunity for nerds like me to go i would have i would have i still can't believe i've I didn't never go. been to any of those cons i know and i gotta I go of, i need alien con this year the only thing i go to are computer cons of sorts conferences oh okay i was gonna say you, you talk about computer cons a lot <laughs> not not conventions but conferences okay got one coming up at the end of this month should be interesting i'm hoping Sure. Is it on uh, how the robots are taking over the world? Is that? Uh, um, it could be. How to change yourself into a cyborg, which is your dream, of course. Right. Yeah. Or that. Anyhow. Uh, 
hit the microphone on my way through there. Oh, there you go. Taking care of business while I'm sitting here. Um, yeah, so I do have a topic for today, Rusty. Well, good. But I would like to mention that you, while you saw me do it this morning, I redid the wheel. Yes, you did. And I and I mentioned to you that there is a science behind how I place the prizes on the wheel. You are right. See, there's eight slots on the wheel. People don't know that. There's eight slots on the wheel, and one of those slots is occupied by the dreaded zoink. And I hate that thing. Yeah. We I know, hate it. We all know who to blame. Yeah, we do. But on the Pizza Bills Wheel of Prizes, there, of course, is some Pizza Bills that you could win, a $25 gift certificate. You could also win a car wash at the car wash at 821, which that's my favorite oh, yeah. place to get a car wash. It is. It's all the lights, I think. You know what they <laughs> need is some music out there. Uh, then you uh, could also win a McDonald's gift card, a $10 McDonald's gift card, or a $10 Dairy Queen gift card. They're all laid out perfectly on the wheel, balanced. Perfectly. Earth. Everything is in perfect balance on the wheel. So you could win that later in the show. Yes, so make sure you stay wanted, tuned to the end. wanted to mention that and, and talk about that for a minute. But now let's talk about, you were talking about cons earlier. Yeah. This is kind of a con game. Okay. But, so, and this brought up a whole list of things that I could talk about. This is where Bob starts complaining. <laughs> so do you have any, do you have any ring devices? Like the ring doorbell or no. ring security no. system? Nothing no. like that? Okay, no. good. Um, so one of the things with Ring is that you, you buy the product, you hook it up, and um, apparently thus far, some of the features uh, related to your door uh, ring, your ring system has, has been free. However, that is all about the change. Amazon announced that starting March 29th, all Ring customers will have to add a subscription in order to use the home and away modes in their Ring app. So you have a you have a Ring device, you're at home, and it's basically a, a, a switch that you flip on your phone right. that says, I'm home, don't send me notifications. Right. It's not necessary for you to send me notifications. I am here. Yes. Now they're going to charge you to flip a switch. You need a subscription service in order to use that. Really? So oh, this got me thinking. Apple about, leads the way again. It's not. It's Amazon. I know, but they're learning their lessons from Apple that charges you, know you for Apple the right actually, to be to no. say Apple. See, you are you got it all wrong. Oh, Apple yeah, I actually treats you right. Oh yeah, okay. They are all about the customer. Oh yeah, sure they are. However, there are a lot of other services out there. It got me thinking. It's like so you buy a product. See, it used to be that you bought a product, you had the product, you had the right to repair that product. Yes. You had the right to sell that product if you wanted to. You had the right to do whatever you wanted to with that product once you bought it. Right. Yes. Yes. Right. Yes. Just like iTunes. I bought that stuff, and iTunes is telling me I can't pay it, play it unless I pay them. So let's continue on. Yes. Rusty's going off on a yes. tangent here. Yes. Anti-Apple tangent. We're not even going to mention anything, Apple. So... 
but let's think about there there's there's some movements that are going on one of them dealing with the right to repair objects right to repair things that you have purchased yes there are some things we live in a society rusty that seems to be more throwaway than fix it up don't think there's any question about that and we we are running into that more and more often one thing that i have seen uh, a lot of recently in in the last few years i would say has been the right to repair tractors farm tractors oh that's right yeah where a lot of um, farmers have no choice they cannot fix their own gear their own equipment they have to actually go to a dealership and actually get it fixed which is a problem for a lot of people especially yeah. especially farmers who are more independent who actually have shops and have the equipment and tools in order to fix a lot of this stuff now they're suddenly in a position where they can't fix it exactly so that's that's one area so i, I don't know if you've heard about this it's a big movement huge movement dealing with particularly movies okay okay so movies um as you know how how do you watch movies i still I wanna, go I to the understand theater. your 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 how you how you go about watching a movie i still go to the theater a lot okay but um, i also know you have some streaming you yeah. stream a lot of movies yeah, i stream a lot do you have any dvds or blu-ray discs i do how many when's the last time you bought one well not for years and years and years not and years. for years and years yeah so there's now a movement rusty <sighs> To return to the disc. I would support that movement Moving wholeheartedly. back into the disc era because uh, some streaming services, what you'll notice, especially with Net Netflix, I haven't actually gone through the list yet, but apparently Netflix uh, for the month of March, this has been their a purge month of some, some sort where they've gotten rid of a lot of good things and they haven't added any good things. So people are complaining about that. I haven't gone through the list. There was a couple of series that I don't watch, I don't care about, that I had seen. But um, other than that... Netflix used to have some good old comedies on there, too, and they dumped oh yeah. them all. They've gotten rid of a lot. And, and it's not entirely all their fault. It has been partially because other content creators or content owners, I should say, Yeah. Uh, have pulled their products from that. So a lot of CBS stuff has gone to Paramount, like Star Trek, one of my favorite things to watch, and also the Andy Griffith Show. That's also a CBS product. So stuff like that have, have moved over to Paramount. Um, anything with um, Marvel in it. Yeah, and they ruined those moved. series. They ruined them. Well, there's a lot of stuff. Ruined uh, that's them. all moved over to Disney Plus. Yeah. Okay. So you have all of these these movements going on, and then what what we're starting to see is that a lot of the streaming services they've pulled, they there's too many of them. So every yeah, you know, you have Peacock, you have Hulu, you have Netflix, you've got Paramount Plus, Disney Plus, you've got X Y Z. Bob, Jim's your, you know, your dad. Pluto. Whatever. whatever. You've it's got a, a channel. It's not a planet anymore. So which ones do you pick? People are spread thin. There's only so much in time in a day. 
So you can't watch all of these things, right? You can try. I don't have enough time. If I, I got in a half hour last night. After I finally got home last evening, I maybe got in a half hour of television. Okay. And that was to partially watch an episode of Star Trek Enterprise that I had already started and I still hadn't finished it. That's how much I watched last night. That's all I watched. Oh, Bob. You, all work and no play makes Bob I, a dull boy. Man, last night, I tell you. Yesterday was a long day, but, um, yeah. <laughs> See? I, you owe yourself another vacation, Bob. I, I don't have time. My, my list of projects is too long. You, 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 you wouldn't even... You, you wouldn't even believe what I have. Oh, I would believe it. I would definitely believe it. Anyhow, so the movement is with all these stream, streaming platforms out there and then the these platforms actually pulling content off of their platforms for whatever reason, which I do not understand. It's like, oh, sorry, well, this is only going to be on here until blah, 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 for licensing purposes. It's like you own the content. Why are you pulling your own stuff off of your platform? Why Why are you doing this? So you can buy it. Well, and that is one of the things that people are pushing for now. They're like, you know what? If they're going to do that, you don't really own that movie you may have bought off of Amazon Prime. You don't actually own that. You have licensed yourself to watch it. They can do whatever they want with that movie. Yeah, I believe you. So it's something that you paid for. That yeah. you watched. Yeah. Maybe you want to go back and watch it later. You go back to it and say, well, you know, I thought I bought this. Yeah. Well, they can pull it. They have the right to do that. And that creates a problem. So what a lot of people are saying is, well, why don't we just go back to buying the disc? If we're going to pay for it, let's go ahead and buy it. See if they'll pull it then. Good idea. Uh, whoever came up with this needs a pat on the back. I it may not be too, so far from the truth. Whoever came up with this absolutely deserves some applause. Sometimes it's okay. You know what? Sometimes you got to fight back against the big guy. Yes, Just like with do. this ring thing, everybody's complaining. You mean you, something, you know, there was one guy that had a tweet about it. Um, and I saw it through a Facebook post. Somebody had posted about it. You know, I just bought this um three weeks ago now i'm going to have to pay more for it in order to use it and that's true for a lot of things with the technological stuff that we have today they're trying to find ways to monetize it now this is not necessarily something that's new this is some stuff that's been around for a while especially in it it is there's a lot of different types of products that are out there that require continued licensing in order to continue using it some of the licensing stuff dealing with computer programs or computer hardware is actually quite complex. There are some people who are specialized in the licensing aspects of things. Um, and, it's a, and, it, and it's a continuous thing. Microsoft is trying to go in this direction. Instead of buying a product, buying a license, which Microsoft licensing is already stupid expensive, um, they are now pushing for, I can see where they're going with this. Well, of course. They're going into a channel where 
the uh, licensing is renewed from time to time. And they are actually forcing this in some ways. So we'll, let's talk for just a second about Microsoft licensing and what's required. I'm not saying that I'm a Microsoft licensing expert, but I know enough to be safe and be dangerous with it. <laughs> so there are many different layers of Microsoft licensing. And you are, whether you realize it or not, if you have a Windows computer, you are in this shell game of licensing right now. Yeah. So uh, Microsoft Windows, even Windows 10, Windows 7, you know, Windows 11, whatever you got, which, by the way, I just saw uh, last evening that they are uh, coming out with Windows 12 already. I do not understand, but whatever. Uh, I don't like Windows 11, so I, I don't know. So you are already in this game that you're playing with all this licensing stuff, right? So you have maybe the, if you have a computer at home, you might have the home version of Windows 10. So it might be Windows 10 Home Edition. Right. The next one up from that is the Pro Edition. Then you have the Enterprise Editions and, and stuff like that. And through the whole hoop of things. However, in a business environment, those licensing things continue to change and evolve. So if you have a server, you may have to have a certain type of a server um, license depending on what you're doing with it. And it depends on the number of cores that you have in your system, how many virtual machines that you might have running on that system. It is a whole slew of different things, again, that you have to jump. You don't, it's so complicated. I get confused sometimes. Yeah. If I get confused with it, then anybody can get confused with it. You really do have to know what you're doing with the licensing stuff. Because right. if you screw up, well, then you can get in a lot of trouble. Yeah. And some of these things are not cheap. Well, people in uh, government have figured that out. Because yeah. all of their accounting software, everything, number one, has to be approved by the state. And the state always... Well, you know how lobbyists work. So, you know, yeah. uh, every, so, everything they buy, they have to license every so year. So now for they're, a lot. they're coming out with um, versions of about every three years, they come out with a new version of Microsoft Server. Yeah. So you have Server 2016, 2019, 2022, and another one will come out in 2025. That'll be a new, new version of Server, uh, Windows Server. Well, there's different flavors of that server. You have like the essentials version and the standard version, then the data center version, and those all do different things. But if you go into the standard of the data center versions, now you need, on top of that, now you need licensing for what are called CALs, which are client access licenses. Oh. And those can be licensed per device or it can be licensed per user. So then you have to count up how many people are involved in your organization or how many devices that you have and then purchase those licenses separately. Oh, but also, if you want Microsoft SQL, they have, there's a free version of that. But if you want all the features built into SQL, then that's a database program, if you weren't familiar. That database program also needs its own license. And you're also going to need SQL uh, CALs as well, client access licenses for that. So now you got to count up how many people are using SQL. Then... 
if you want virtual, you know, virtualization with all that kind of stuff, well, you're going to need a, a remote license for that as well, a remote desktop license. And then and I could just go on and on and clearly on, uh, with all the different layers with this stuff. The idea that they are getting into, and a lot of big companies are doing this. Uh, one of them is actually Cisco. Uh, Cisco for wireless access points and various types of equipment. If you want to actually continue and to manage those devices, you have to continue paying them for the privilege of using those devices. So, so I've never been a fan of anything with Cisco. You're not, when you buy something, you're not buying it. No, that's the whole point of today's show. Just because you buy something doesn't mean that it's really yours or that it's going to continue working forever. Isn't Bob, that you, sad? You made me angry today. You made me very angry today. I'm tired of being held by my ankles, having every dime it, shaken it, out of my it pocket. Feel that way? Oh, it, absolutely. But there's a lot of things. So when you buy, when you actually buy something, you better check into it. Is there a service package that's required for that? Is there some money that, that you're going to need later on down the road in order to continue using that product? Those are questions that you have to ask. See, I don't buy anything. I use freeware on everything. If it doesn't work, well, then I dump the freeware. There, it's not to say that all of the companies out there are doing this. Yeah. So for a lot of our networking gear, we use Ubiquity, which is a they do not charge per device right they chart that you buy it and then it continues to work right i still have some end of life stuff that i'm using that's ubiquity and it mm -hmm. still works just fine just the, the the as good as the day i pulled it out of the box yeah um but you know certain updates might not be available for it and stuff like that on right. the road and i totally expect that but you know what what's nice about it is that they didn't charge me a monthly fee or an annual fee or anything like that or require me every three years to renew a contract with them or things like that. I, I caution myself and anyone else who, when you get into these positions where you're actually buying something, do you really want to continue to maintain that service or that, right. um, that product, maintain your product? Yeah. For the life of that product, for as long as you want to use it, depending on how long it actually lasts. Well, you know, it's like Kurt Vonnegut said, everybody wants to build, nobody wants to maintain. Well, it it's sad, but this is the honest to God truth that we we are in. And it and I and it bothers me a little bit, especially when they start taking features away yeah. that you've been using you know, in some case yeah. you know, for years. It's like, why are you taking this product feature away from me? Shouldn't you be adding? Like, if you add something to it, you add more value to the product. Wouldn't you want to maybe continue using that product? But see, they're not making any money off of that. Exactly. Or maybe upgrade to the next version or something. Exactly. I've never been one to jump. Well, I'll take that back. Back in the day, I, I learned many years ago with computer tech back in the 90s. Um, I would say the, the early 90s, early to mid 90s, I learned very, very early on that I am, I decided just to not keep up with the Joneses. Yeah. I'm not going to do it because it's not worth the money. 
And I look back at some of the, I've sent you some of the Computer Chronicles TikToks because I love, <laughs> I follow the Computer Chronicles on there, which is an old TV show from uh, the 80s, 90s. Uh, and it, I think it's some into the 2000s, early 2000s. But it was on PBS and Computer Chronicles was one of the ways, you know, before there was really any channels to watch this stuff, the Computer Chronicles was a way that I you would get some information sure. about the latest and greatest stuff. And I look back some of those through some of those and it's so funny because it's like, well, we have this new monitor, this new this new uh, cathode ray tube monitor and it's and it's going to be 14 inches wide. And it's going to be ten thousand yeah. dollars for for this new piece of technology because it's in color and it's like, yeah. holy cow! If you tried to keep up with all that stuff, you're it was a waste of money. Sure, it was considering what you have now. See, people, I'm so Te eloquent technology today. Has, the the prices of a lot of technology have have dived. And, the, and to replace that uh, revenue, they've added things to it. But is it really adding value to the product? Uh, that's a question that you have to ask yourself. When you, have, when you have a product, is there something of value that can be added to it later on? Yeah. That's a question that I always have to ask myself. That's one of the reasons that I love ubiquity networking equipment. Because I always feel that value. It's like, oh, they added a new feature. Now, they also bury features sometimes, which ticks me off. But I understand, you know, I understand what they're doing. Yeah. They're shaking but they're not charging. They're not charging you for it. When they, do, when they do these things, you're not getting charged for it. They're utilizing their sales and some other revenue streams that they may have going on in order to continue to maintain that. And I hope that they do forever, really. Yeah. They'll wise up and realize how much money they've left on the table over the years. And I would, you know what? Get in line with everybody else. I would actually be willing to pay for it, though. Well, good. There's some things I would be willing to pay for. Good. I'm glad some that there's things. some products out there that Bob even likes. Yeah. But at the same time, I'm always watching, always trying to, <laughs> to see if they're trying to get you. So take that as a warning, you... Yeah nefarious corporate, IT people. Corporate IT people. <laughs> Gosh darn you. Bob's all over you. Take that you. as a warning. I'm watching you. Bob's got his I'll eyes I'll call you out on, on my you. international radio program here. Bob's got his eyes on you. <laughs> That's the bottom line. Bob is everywhere. You want to give something away? Hey, let's do that. Let's give something away on a little segment we call uh, Real Pizza Bills. There we go. It is Pizza Bill's fortune. Fortune and Pizza Bill's prize We need a caller, Rusty. Wheel. Yes, we do. Caller. We need a caller, and we'll take these the dice device that are demonically controlled. They're divine dice. Demonically controlled. Six. Five seven four nine three six four zero nine six. Call it six five seven four nine three six four zero nine six. Bob, when they call, what do they have to do? Well, all they have to do is think happy thoughts because I will spin the wheel and do all the work for you. Yes, you will. But I do have one of these amazing prizes on here. So, and of what are those the, prizes? Well, Bob? the Pizza Bills Wheel of Prizes has a twenty-five dollar Pizza Bills gift certificate on there. 
You could also win a $10 McDonald's gift certificate, a $10 Gary, Dairy Queen, well, they're gift cards, actually. Yeah. Uh, or a car wash to the 821 car wash. Car wash at 821. Car wash at 821. Good car so, wash. Yep, that's where I go. You can tell. People in line waiting to wash their cars. Trust me about it. Remember, they detail stuff, too, so... You, know, you can take it in there and just drop it off. Ask about that, actually. Yeah. Might be. I don't know what the price is. The time. But... Uh, I know the phones have been ringing here, but I don't just know. just ringing off the hook. Well, you know, since you have caller six, it takes a long time for Jim to get through all of those. we got the phone ringing off the hook now. It's amazing, actually. Well, I'm just I'm just waiting for Jimmy to tell us what well, line. I'm just watching the thing here. Oh, you're watching it. <laughs> we've got a we finally have a player. <laughs> There's a bunch of players. Are you All doing right. okay, Jim? We saw the light going crazy. <laughs> you, they were chasing you everywhere. <laughs> Poor Jim didn't know what to do. He's mad at us because <laughs> you got caller six. We got caller six. Uh, <laughs> caller, you're on the air. Can I have your first name? Mike. 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 All right, Mike. All right. Here we go. Here we go. Don't okay. get the zoink. Yep. <laughs> It's spinning and... Oh! Hey, Mike. You didn't win last week, did you? Nope. Well, Mike, you won this one. All right, yeah! You got a $25 Pizza Bills gift certificate. You won the grand prize! All right. Yeah! All right. Really hey, good. Hey, we'll have it... Uh, I'll have it here for you at the radio station. You can come in and pick it up. All right, thank you. Thanks yep. for playing our game, Mike. You know what? I feel somewhat vindicated. I do, too. Because I remember had, Mike from last week. I do, too. And we encouraged him to call back in. Yep. He did. And he he's did. a winner! And somehow he made it through the uh, prolifera of phone calls. Yeah, <laughs> that was ringing off the that, hook. And I was a little worried about Jim. Yeah. Oh, man. that was. I bet that was I'm an aerobic here. workout. I'm sweating I wonder here. if he it, worked his core out on that one. I think he did. Yeah. Kill Congratulations, Mike. Like. I'm glad you won. Because we felt really bad. We did. I <laughs> we did last week. We really Mike, we're not kidding. We felt We were really trying bad. to figure a way to finagle it so yeah. that there so, wouldn't be a zoink on there, but Kathy's always watching. We did it this week though. She's over she's always over <laughs> our shoulder looking. Mike. <laughs> glad for you, Mike. Thanks for playing our game again. So thanks for your persistence, Mike. Yes. They, now we feel better. No. Uh, how do they get a hold of you? Well, they can call the office, 574-936-8229. So call Bob. He's got plenty of time, and so do we. We'll be right back with What's Your Opinion? Don't go anywhere. You're listening to FM 106.1 and AM 1050, WT.